Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. How about Deshaun Watson? Wow. I mean, $230 million. I mean, the Cleveland Browns give up a first-round pick in 2022, 2023, and 24, as well as a third-round pick in 2023 and a fourth-round pick in 2024. How about that for you? I mean, you want to talk about NFL free agency? You want to talk about NFL trades? The Browns are going to commit to a five-year, 200 and $30 million contract. Man, I mean, he'd get $184 million over the first four years of his deal. You want to talk about big-time money. All of the money is guaranteed, which would set a record for the highest guarantee given to an NFL player. Man, I mean, this is unbelievable. Uh, It really is. You want to talk about big-time money? You want to talk about big news in the National Football League? Now, Baker Mayfield will end up getting his wish. He had requested a trade out of Cleveland. The Browns said they would not accommodate that request. Who's going to go after Baker Mayfield now? Who is going to be going after Mayfield? Now, the Browns... We, again, that's why you got to be careful who the sources are and where people get the information. You know, we we thought, based on the information that was out there, that the Browns were out of the running to acquire Watson. You know, we heard that he was talking about the Falcons, the Saints. Man, unbelievable. Now, what do the Saints do? They're going to go out and re-sign Jameis Winston? It's a big drop-off from Deshaun Watson. Amazing, the picks given up to get Watson. Incredible. Now, we know that Watson is not facing criminal charges, but the NFL could still, you know, punish him. He's got, what, 22 civil cases uh, that have been filed against him. I mean, what's the what's the NFL going to do now? How long of a suspension are we talking about? Now, before... All of this happened for Watson. I mean, he was a pro bowler in, what, three straight years? Now you have Nick Chubb at running back. You don't have Landry anymore, but you get Amari Cooper from the Cowboys. The Cleveland Browns, think about that division now. With Burrow, 
and now Watson. You look at the AFC West. I'm telling you, the AFC is stacked. Absolutely stacked. Really, really stacked. So if you want to talk about that, I mean, that is just huge news as we get you into the weekend. Hit your hand icon, uh, and we will do it. Something else I wanted to get into. I did my rant today on John Calipari, and I've got some interesting Twitter dialogue going on. For the most part, every single year, there are exceptions here and there, but not much. Every single year, Kentucky's got the best talent in the country, right? All you got to do is look at the drafts every year. Look at all of the top players in the draft that come out of Kentucky. How is it that John Calipari only has one natty since he's been in Kentucky? And that was in 2012 when Anthony Davis was there. How do you explain that? I'm not saying that winning an NCAA championship is easy. But when you look at the uh, the, uh, talent that Cal has had at Kentucky, and they got one national championship. I just, I think the guy's an overrated coach. I've been saying that for years. He's a great, great recruiter. He's great at preparing his players to play in the NBA. But, you know, again, they get upset in the first round by number 15, St. Peter's. I mean, that should never happen. Never. All right, let's give you some scores right now at the break. Chattanooga leads Illinois. 33 to 29. That's a 13 against a four. Duke is up at the half over Cal State Fullerton, 37 to 27. Uh, three and a half remaining in the half. Arizona is comfortably out in front of Wright State, a one against a 16, 42 to 26. Iowa State, LSU just underway. Villanova beat Delaware, 80 to 60. Auburn rolls over Jacksonville State, 80 to 61. That's a two against a 15. You have Purdue, no problem with Yale, three against 14, 78-56. Texas Tech rolls over Montana State. That's a three against a 14. The final there was 97-62. You have Miami, a 10 seed, beating USC, 68-66. Texas prevails over Virginia Tech, a six over an 11, 81-73. Ohio State gets by Loyola Chicago, 54-41. And, boy, I was surprised by this score. 11th seed Notre Dame beat Alabama. 6th seed, 78-64. to 64. Still to come, UAB Houston, Davidson, Michigan State, Colgate, Wisconsin, TCU, and Seton Hall. All right, NBA tonight. The Kings are in action at home against the Boston Celtics. The, you know, when you look at, what has happened in the Western Conference? And I'm talking about standings now, right? I'm talking about standings. You look at 8, 9, and 10. Clippers have lost two in a row. Lakers have lost three in a row. Pelicans only five and five in their last 10. Those are your 8, 9, and 10th place teams respectively. Clippers 8, Lakers 9, Pelicans 10. Look how badly all these teams are playing. Clippers are five and five in their last ten. Lakers are two and eight in their last ten. New Orleans five and five in their last ten. Spurs three and seven in their last ten. 
Blazers two and eight in the last ten. Sacramento three and seven in the last ten. I mean, the Kings are they got what? Eleven games left. They're twenty five and forty six. The question with the Kings is not are they going to be in the play in tournament. The question is with the Kings, are they going to be? Are they going to be? A 30-win team or not? I mean, that's really what we're talking about, right? You know, we're not talking about a playing tournament. We're talking about are they going to get in and win 30 games? All right, Mavericks lead the Sixers. Now they trail 55-51. Philly with a minute left in the half, 55-51 over Dallas. Wizards are in New York. Lakers are in Toronto. It's 28-all with a minute left in the first. Hawks are hosting the Grizzlies. You've got the Nets. Over the Trailblazers on a high-scoring first quarter, 34-33. to The Nets by one. Nuggets are in Cleveland. Thunder are in Miami. Rockets host the Pacers. Pelicans are in San Antonio. That's a big game for the very bottom of the play-in tournament. Clippers, Jazz in Utah. Again, I told you about the, the Kings at home tonight. And you have the Bulls are in Phoenix. So that is your NBA schedule. What do you think about this Deshaun Watson trade? I want to hear from you. All right, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and we'll do it. $230 million. All guaranteed. How about that? All guaranteed. Man. All right, the big news yesterday, I mean, I didn't think we would top the news yesterday with Devontae Adams going to the Raiders. I mean, man. You know, you think about what Rodgers, he had just signed a huge deal, right? And then all of a sudden, Devontae Adams is gone. Five-year deal, $28.5 million per season with 67.5 fully guaranteed. Hmm. Uh, Brian Gutenkunst said, it's never easy moving on from a player and person the caliber of Devontae Adams. We have so much respect for all that Devontae gave on and off the field during his eight seasons in Green Bay as he was integral to all that we've accomplished. He is undoubtedly one of the greatest players in the storied history of the Packers. We look forward to him being enshrined into the Packers Hall of Fame one day. We wish nothing but the best for Devontae, his wife, the rest of the family, blah, blah, blah. Right? Man, by the way, you know, some people would not realize this. Adams was Carr's teammate at Fresno State. They both entered the NFL at the same time. So they have a great friendship, played together in college, and Adams is thrilled. I don't know how you could be thrilled going from Aaron Rodgers, but he's obviously very familiar with Carr. I know one thing, he's got to be thrilled moving out of Green Bay in the winter. That's for damn sure. But. I still think this is amazing because the Packers now have a void at the top receiver spot. I mean, what do they, what do they have? Marquez, Valdez, Scantling, right? Valdez, Scantling, and they got St. Brown. But who, who, who are they going to have? Who's going to be their top guy? Who is going to be Lazard, Cobb, Taylor? I mean... I mean, he said, you know, one thing about Adams, he said he was never going to play on the franchise tag. You know? He said, what was it? 
was it late in the season? He said, quote, I'm not sure how to answer that safely right now, talking about the tag. So we'll just cross that bridge when we get to it. I'll just say that I like to be professional on here. Uh, He was, you know, he has. That's just big time news. Amazing money going on in the National Football League. All right, let's get this show rolling as we get you into the weekend with Alfred. Hey, Al, how are you today, Al? I'm good, man. I'm in my truck again. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I hear you great. Okay, just making sure because this is kind of weird. But, you yeah. know, my comment to that, the money is, you know, it's just what, what did Mahomes sign for? A half a trillion? I thought a half a, was he like 500 million or yeah. something? Wasn't his yeah, it was pretty, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I wonder if, you, if when you get all the blood on that podcast, I'd like to know if he would swap out his playing back in that day to play for the money now, I wonder if he would do it. I, I think, I don't think he would. I think he would, even though the, he would, how do you, how do you turn up, turn down that money? What do you think? You think he would, he would say, yeah, I wish I would uh, now? You know, that, that's a great question. I, 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 that's, that's a fabulous question. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know how to answer that because I really, I don't know what he would say. Uh, yeah, maybe if you I know, I know, podcast, I, because, yeah. Yeah. You know, but I have talked to a lot of athletes about the money today and I, they always say, man, man, if I were playing today, if I were playing today, if I were playing yeah. today. So yeah, they think about it. You know, there's no question about that. They think about that. Yeah. I was just curious because I was a huge fan of his career, but I just, you know, he's so old school though. I wonder if, you know, all the players changing teams all the time and not, you know, he played with this core. A lot of his guys, he played with his teammates. He played with for a lot of years. And now it's like, you're probably lucky to have a teammate for two, three years. So maybe that would kind of lead him to stay. You know, maybe despite the money, I might, I liked having my camaraderie with Freddie Dreyer and Larry Brooks and, and uh, Hacksaw. Yep. But, yep. you know, but as far as the money goes, I mean, hey, you know, it just keeps every, every week. Is, can you talk? Goes to, up and up. Yep. So, well, the uh, uh, deal you're talking about, the deal you're talking about for Mahomes was 10 years, 450 million. Yeah, I mean, so you're right. I mean, uh, I mean, think about that. I mean, think about that kind of money. But um, uh, hey, you're not going to say no to it if it's offered to you. That's for sure. Yeah, and I, I just, I just, it's just, uh, it's head shaking. But you know, I, I what about this idea? Think about. I want to when I go to, I'm going to go to the Arco uh, farewell. Everybody shows up in flannel shirts and jeans. <laughs> to, to, to yeah. honor Mr. Luca Bill, but here's here's I got, I got it even better. Than, someone triggers like a, a leak somehow in the roof, and then we all everybody climbs up to the rafters like Mr. Luca Bill did. Oh boy! And, yep. And yep. then that was then something. When we get up there. I mean, I'm, I want everybody here. I want all of your listeners. I want Jeff and all these guys. We get up there. And we take a group photo. We all sign it with our favorite Grant saying, like, if you don't like that, or turn the sprinkler systems on, and then we send you a framed commemorative photo. 
Hey, that that's fine. Just don't slip. Just don't slip when you're up there, okay? I want to make sure that everyone's very careful. I want everybody to be able to get back. But, uh, yeah, that was some scene when Greg Lukenbill went up in the middle of the game on a beam on the top of the roof to try to fix the leak. But uh, that was one of the great memories. Speaking of memories, you know, my podcast is out, uh, obviously, today, part two of my Arco Arena yeah. memories. But that that that's a good one, uh, Al. That was a great, great – that's a crazy scene. Greg Lukenbill always with his jeans and flannel shirt. Uh, you know, he didn't want to – have anyone do it for him he was going to do it himself that guy worked his ass off you know he was i read a little bit more about it you know it was it was phenomenal what he did in fact he eventually he had an an extended plan because you speak so much of it the memories and i listened to both podcasts by the way and it was just amazing but he had some ideas to really put put an expanded stadium in place but it didn't quite well i had him on my pod I, I yeah we i had him on my podcast a couple of months ago and he broke down the entire negotiating process with al davis and the raiders because i was very skeptical at the time i didn't think the raiders would ever move to sacramento and listen i i have all the respect in the world for greg lukenbill i i really do and he told me grant you're wrong it was a done deal he goes we were yeah. we, we were with the, he goes we were with an eyelash of getting it done and it was very interesting what he said on my podcast yeah. as I related to the Raiders moving to Sacramento. I got to yep. tell you, I, I listened to most of your podcast. I'm, I must have missed that one. I got to go yep. back and listen to it. Yep. Go check it out. I think you really enjoy it. I think you'll enjoy it. Well, listen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would love yeah. that. I'm going to go back and listen. I was, uh, I listened to all, from all your podcasts. The young lady uh, who did that, who was at the Yankees for years. She was yeah, Susan great. Waldman. She was great. Yep. But I'll go back and listen to it. But anyway, you know, that's the money's the money. College basketball for me, I'm not really, I don't follow much college basketball, but you know, it's always going to be the upsets, I guess. But anyway, have a good night, man. And uh, Okay. Hey, listen, I believe that uh, to make to make it easier, that episode with Greg Lukenbill was episode 49. All right. Just to make it easier for you. Or you can, uh, you can just Google Grant Napier with Greg Lukenbill and we'll come right up. But it's episode 49. Yeah, I will. And, you know, I actually went back when when, uh, when Jeff called a while ago and talked about the 35-point comeback win yep. by, with yep. Tyreek Evans. I went back and, and watched the highlights on that, and it was, like, incredible because it was, like, into the second half. It wasn't like... Oh, yeah, it was the middle points. of the third quarter. It was the middle yeah, of the third uh, quarter. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yep. if anything, one thing, if it's like, sure, maybe we're, like, just halfway through the first quarter, but... <laughs> Halfway yep. through the halfway yep. through the third quarter, and I watched the, the announcers were calling or doing the highlights on ESPN. It was like, oh, what a memory! But yeah, yep. the Luke and Bill and the, the leak, uh, Greg with the leak, man. It's, it's just I wish he could have. Yep, amazing. Yeah. All right, you listen, Al. Funny times. It was it was great. You have a great weekend. It's always good hearing from you. Stay safe. Oh yeah, thank you, man. You take care. Always fun to talk. Right, you too. Yep. Be good. Good stuff right there. Speaking of Jeff, uh, he is next right here on this Friday on Listen App. Jeff, how are you today? Great, Grant. How are you doing? I'm good, buddy. What's up? Well, I wanted to talk about the Watson deal, and uh, basically I'm trying to figure out where Mayfield's going to land. I mean, there's not too many options out there. When I look at the whole NFL, you know, all the teams that need a quarterback other than uh, what? Carolina or the Colts? I mean, where, where there are there. 
there aren't a lot of options right now. There really aren't. You're 100% correct. You know, first of all, a team's got to want you. That's number one. And then number two, you know, you it's, it's got to make sense for both teams. So you're right. I, I don't know the, the quarterback market. And then we go to Jimmy Garoppolo, too. Mm-hmm. You know, the quarterback market is drying up. That's for sure. Well, I think the Browns should have traded him before they got Watson, because now everybody else is going to just say, oh, we don't you know, take him off your hands. You've got Watson. I mean, they're, they're, his trade value, I think, went down. Yeah, it didn't go up. That's for sure. I mean, that's for darn sure. Uh, it's you know, watching Mayfield and Garoppolo. What's going to happen with them before training camp is going to be very, very interesting, or before the NFL draft. But it's it's going to be very interesting. These are huge moves that we've been talking about this week in the National Football League. Huge moves. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty crazy. I mean, I think Pittsburgh. Uh, Mayfield, I mean, they say Mayfield needs a spread offense that he could roll out and do similar to what Murray does in Arizona uh, that, you know, when he, that he's not a great pocket passer. And the only other team that I think might be a sneaky, a sneaky deal would be the Seattle Seahawks. Could be sneaky. The problem with what you just said about Mayfield, he's going to get hurt playing that style of football. I mean, he's just not going to be on the field. Look at what happened to him last year. Look at the uh, injuries that he dealt with all year. So I'm not really sure what's going to be best for him. As far as Seattle, they're in a full rebuild mode. I'm not so sure. You know, again, a franchise would have to really want you and think that you're the guy that can help turn the franchise around. I don't know what – I don't know how people perceive Baker Mayfield. I don't know how people evaluate Baker Mayfield. I mean, that that's part of it. You yeah, know, we don't he, know the answer to that. He's due for a big signing contract. That's exactly. Anyways, and I can't believe what – like you were saying earlier, what the heck are you guaranteeing them – like you just said, we're talking about a quarterback that uh, runs the ball a lot, Watson, who like uh, Jackson and Wilma Holmes doesn't run as much anymore, but basically like Jackson from the Ravens, Watson's almost like that. And you're going to guarantee that guy all that money? When he well, just, he could just take what, a hit. I- yeah, gone. but you know, I mean, Watson though is different than that. I think Watson personally is a top five quarterback in the NFL, and yes, he had a serious knee injury, but he is such a great passer in the pocket, can move. I don't know if I would characterize him as a running quarterback. I think he's a a, a vertical passer that can elude pressure and run. I, I think the guy is. Top shelf. I think he's a top five quarterback in the NFL. I think he's an elite talent, and I think the Cleveland Browns just got a whole lot better, a lot, lot better. He's much better than Baker Mayfield. I mean, the guy, the oh, guy is he, the real freaking deal. Well, yeah, Baker, he's a little too short, and he's yeah. Just a gun. I mean, Deshaun, uh, yeah, and I don't mean to cut you off. I don't mean to cut you off, but Watson is to me a much better quarterback than Lamar oh, Jackson. Yeah. That's Absolutely. my opinion. You're talking Pro Bowl quarterback versus somebody who's a good a good one like you've always said in basketball either guy's an all-star or he's just a good good player yep and, and that's the, that's that's like the Aaron Fox and Luka Doncic is a friggin all-star and Fox is just a good good player and as far as Lamar Jackson goes I understand his MVP I get all of that and I, I don't mean to 
uh, downplay Lamar Jackson. But if you ask me, if I'm building a football team, do I want Watson or Jackson? I'm taking Watson in a heartbeat. I think Watson, uh, again, I think Watson is a superior quarterback to Jackson because I think he's a much better thrower of the football. And I think he reads defenses much better than Lamar Jackson. Uh, Lamar Jackson is a better runner. He's a more dynamic player than Watson, but I don't want my quarterback only, you know, I mean, that Lamar Jackson makes the best, makes his best plays with his feet. Deshaun Watson makes his best plays with his arm. In my opinion, that's the big difference. I want the quarterback that makes his best plays with his arm, not his feet. That's why I love Deshaun Watson. I think Watson is just, again, I think he's an elite top shelf talent. Right. Well, he with their running game, and they've still got Landry. I forgot that other receiver they have. But he's pretty no, they don't. They don't have Landry. He's gone. They oh, they Landry just picked left? up Amari Cooper from the Cowboys. Yeah. Okay. Well, they got a Cooper, and they've got another receiver, and I forgot his name. I used to use him in fantasy football. Uh, he was. Pretty well, good. they're 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 going to be fine. They're, they're, they're yeah. offensively is not going to be a problem for them. They're going to be fine. Uh, well, but they did move away uh, from Jarvis Landry, so you know that th- that's fine. I mean, Watson will will develop a very good connection uh, with his receivers. That, that to me, I'm, the guy's too good. Now, the the unknown is how long is the NFL going to suspend him for? Oh yeah. Well, they were saying I heard today on ESPN they we were thinking minimum six games minimum. Yeah. Well, that's what I think. The number is six to eight. Right. Yeah. Minimum. And yeah. So there, there's what a third of the season, or yeah, a third of the season. Well, again, we'll see what happens. Hey, Jeff, you have a great weekend. You be All good, right. okay? Thank you. Take care. Grant. Take it easy. Thank Bye. You. All right. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash grant. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know, you think about the kind of money, though. I mean, Deshaun Watson, he is just a a, a top-shelf talent. There's no doubt about it. All right, uh, let's move along here on this busy Friday with Jay. Jay, it's good to hear from you. Welcome to Listen Up. I'm Grant Napier. How are you today? 
Hey, Grant, doing excellent. Nice to chat with you. Hey, I just wanted to piggyback off some of the um, thoughts with, with Arco Arena. You know, being a season ticket holder from 88 to 2010, um, yes, some some key things stood out. And uniquely talking about Lucanville, <clears throat> interestingly enough, back when in, in it was probably the summer of 87 trying to get uh, season season tickets and you know they were they sold out fast and it just was very difficult to be able to get tickets and uh, a client of mine happened to be friends with Greg Lucanville and said well let me see what I can do and and they sent me they they made an appointment with me I went over to the um, box office where they were selling season tickets expecting just the the meet, meet up with a salesperson and see what we could do and lo and behold greg lucanville is is there he greets me and he says well look we don't really have a whole lot left here to pick from and i'm like hey I'll, <laughs> whatever you got I'm I'll, I'll find something here and greg sat there and he went through that arena and and was telling me uh line of sight this and that he spent a good half hour with me and I thought I was going to be in and out of there in five minutes. Here's a check. Thanks for the season tickets. And Greg was like, no, we, we need to, I want you, I want this to be right. He personally, he didn't know me from Adam. He personally spent that time with me. And um, I'll, to this day, I, I, I would, it was, that was unbelievable um, experience just getting the season tickets. And then, yeah, then from there, you know, certainly um, I, I agree with you that 96 Seattle game, um, yep. just hear, just hearing people, you know, I was there six, I was still sitting up in the upper bowl at that point. I was in two ten, and, um, you know, when that ovation started, um, like you said, it, it, it didn't, it did not quell until, you know, the, the national anthem and even listening to you recount it on, on your podcast, I, I still get chills and, and it, to, to this day, that was the, that the number Amazing. one, you know, sport folks just that, that weren't there you know i and i've seen i've seen video clips and that is not the same <laughs> you no. know the, the experiencing that live was just so uh, unbelievable and and um I, I just i just don't think i'll ever experience anything like that in sports again and but it was amazing i, I agree and by the way, I'm not surprised about your story about Greg Lucanville. I mean, that's the way Greg was. Greg was about, you know, customer service. And if he had to do it himself, he had no problem doing it himself. That's how Greg Lucanville ran his business. And, you know, again, I have so much respect for Greg. And uh, without him, we wouldn't even be talking about all of this. But, yes, that game three in 96 was absolutely, <clears throat> you know, it was my favorite moment in the entire history of the arena. There was nothing like it. There was nothing yep. like it at all. Yeah. It, it, it's it's never one with me, with me also, you know. In 2014, I was I coached high school basketball for many years, and in 2014, our team was was very very good, and uh, we we got to play at Arco Arena, and uh, um, that was a, that. It wasn't so much the experience that I enjoyed for myself as a coach, but but watching the the joy on on those high school players' faces on on, on all the teams that played there. It was just an unbelievable experience for them to be part of that and be in the arena, be able to be in the locker rooms um, and, and get to play there. And that that was the year that um, uh, Capital Christian, DJ Wilson played for Capital Christian. And of course he went on to Michigan and, and, then, and, and then the current NBA. We, we had to play that team. <laughs> and that, hmm. that, that, was, that, was an, that was an amazing team. And then, of course, the 2002 Western Conference Finals. I'm just going to lump that whole that whole series into into one because that whole series, uh, the those home games were 
were just amazing. You know, obviously disappointing at, at the end, but that whole series was was just an unbelievable, uh, amazing time as amazing. a Kings fan. Yeah, and then and then here we are today. You, you posed the question the other day of like, would uh, what what what's keeping you away, if anything, from the Kings? Is it is it the right. play on the court, Vivek? In my mind, it's Vivek. If if Vivek didn't do the things that he's done that you've you've well highlighted, um, you know, I, I would still be going to games. I might not be a season ticket holder, but I would still be going to you know ten, twelve games a year. I, I just can't support. I just can't support the the king. I, I support the team from afar, but I can't. I can't support them financially. And um, hope, hopefully, something will something will change down the road. You know, I hear that from a lot of people, Jay. I still get messages uh, almost on a daily basis from fans that have told me the same thing, that they're staying away because of Vivek. And I think he's pushed away a lot of business from the arena. I think he's pushed away a lot of sponsors from the uh, franchise. I know he's pushed away a lot of fans. And I know that because I hear from them. They tell me. And I don't think people like you would be making up these type of stories. I believe you when you tell me that. And there were so many others that you know, I just get via social media or they get my email and I, I hear from these types of uh, fans, the same story as you. They're not, they're not spending any money as uh, the Kings have Vivek Ranadive as owner. He's pushed away a lot of business from that franchise. And it's sad. It's very sad. It, it is. And, you know, I have friends that were season ticket holders, you know, during the same time frames that, that I was, you know, you know, 20, 20 plus years, you know, that's a, that's a commit, that's a financially committed person. And, you know, that group of folks, there's a huge, huge sect of that group of folks that is like, yep, nope. Um, um, that was a great time, but I, I'm done until something changes. And, um, and, and that's a lot of money left on the sidelines. Um, yep. and, I had one business that's been with the Kings from day one, okay, uh, day one, and I'm not going to mention the company's name because that would not be uh, fair of me, um, and he personally called me. He personally called me, got my number, called me, and said, I just want to let you know, we're done sponsoring the Kings. And I'm like, you are kidding me. He said, Nope, I don't, we do not want to be affiliated with the franchise anymore because of the way things went down with you. And then he mentioned a few other things and I was just like, wow, I want to talk about, you know, loyalty or, you know, sticking to your convictions and what you believe in, you know, put your money where your mouth is, right? Isn't that the saying? And he put his money where his mouth is, and that is staying in his bank account instead of going to the Kings. And I've heard others, I've heard other stories like that too. So, you know, again, we're not, I'm just not making this up and I know you're not either. These are real true stories. And I think it's sad. It's so sad to see what's happened with that franchise. And here's the other part that's sad, you know, they're going to, they're going to be lucky to win 30 games this year. Think about that. They're going to be fortunate enough to win 30 games this year. What a failed, awful, miserable season again. Yeah, 100%. And, um, you know, <clears throat> I, I have always been anti-tank. I, I, you know, conceptually, it can be one of those things where, okay, we want to get the best draft pick possible. But when it, when it came right down to it, when I turned the games on in years past, I was rooting for the Kings to win. And um, um, that's not – I don't feel that way anymore. It's like, okay, like – uh, Indiana needs to win tonight and the Kings need to lose as many games as possible. And we need to get, we need to be in that fifth, sixth seed. And somehow if we get lucky, we yep. get better than that. Great. 
and, and then, then then you can decide do you keep that asset do you trade the asset but you have more options than if you're in that eight ninth tenth eleventh spot and, no question and, and at this point you know that's just that's just what it needs to be and and then um, you know uh, you know you hope and pray that uh, either the vex steps out of the way or there's an ownership change or something because you know um, uh, you know, now, again, we're starting over and, um, you know, we, we, we've all seen this way too many times. I don't, I don't care if they get the number one pick no. next year and and sign some upper uh, upper middle uh, free agent. Th th there's a minimum of three years before, you know, we could probably be a, a six, seven, eight seed um, based on what the roster looks like today. There's going to be some major changes to get it. To get that. No question. Before I let you go, I know you were one of the first people to jump on board with Superdraft after I did. How's that going for you? Uh, it's it's going great. So, um, you know, things are really moving along, and and, and I don't want, like you said, I don't want to make an infomercial of it. So I'll give you I'll give you three quick little points that I encourage everyone to check into. One, check into it. You know, it's fun. You know, it it it's coffee money expense, so it's it's inexpensive. Um, most of the folks in our group are almost paying for their their subscription, their monthly subscription, just off playing the free games. It's very, very close. And then there's probably 50% of the folks that um, are not only paying for their subscription, they're ca they're positively cash flowing um, because of the, the business side of the, the fence. Uh, two, I have found that um, it keeps me engaged in maybe events that I wouldn't have really been focused on that I that I'm enjoying, you know, I, I'm I'm actually kind of following NASCAR, I'm following some golf, I'm following some UFC, um, and and it's an, it's it's expanded my my sports world, um, and then there's then there's the business side for those folks that actually want to make a little bit of extra money. Um, it's a it's a very fun way to to incorporate sports into into making money instead of having sports just be a, a money spender. And uh, so, no, I, it's awesome. And I can't thank you enough for introducing it to us. And uh, our, 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 uh, our group continues to grow on a regular basis. That's awesome. I think a couple more people just jumped in yesterday and they're all excited about it. And uh, so, yeah, no, well, well done on that. And um, uh, I'll, I'll always, I'll post something on your social media. If anybody has any questions, I'm always glad, I'm always glad to answer questions. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. You know what? Post it on my social media. I'll retweet it for anyone that's interested, and that way they'll get your information as well. So, hey, Jay, listen, it's good hearing from you again. You have a great weekend, all right? Thanks very much. Thank you, buddy. Keep up the great work. Yep. All right. Bye. Thank you. Good stuff right there. Hey, if you want to come on, all you have to do uh, is raise your hand, hit your hand icon, uh, and I will put you right on. All right. NCAA close game with four versus 13. Illinois Chattanooga, one-point game. Uh, Duke's not going to have any problem winning against Cal State Fullerton. Uh, Arizona is up by double digits now. Second half just underway against Wright State, 44-33. Uh, Iowa State with an early lead on LSU, 11 against the 6, 24-15. So keep your eye on some of those games. How about Kentucky yesterday uh, getting upset? I mean, how do you lose to St. Peter's if you're Kentucky? You know, I know anything can happen in a 40-minute game. I get that. But you cannot be losing to St. Peter's if you're the Kentucky Wildcats. Just can't happen. I mean, it just can't happen. And you know, I did my rant on that this morning because I'm just like, I, I just, with that talent that they have every year, and look at all the high draft picks every year into the NBA out of Kentucky. 
And they got one national championship under John Calipari. One. With that kind of talent? Are you kidding me? I'm sorry. Uh, I, 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 it doesn't add up to me. Uh, there was an upset Miami. Number 10 beat a number 7 USC. Uh, 68-66. Of course, really, I don't think there's that big of a difference between a 10 and a 7. But 68-66, uh, Miami uh, wins against uh, USC. Uh, Texas beat Virginia Tech, a 6 over an 11. Ohio State, 7 beats Loyola, Chicago, 10. Uh, Notre Dame, they upset Alabama today, 78-64. to That's a bad loss for Nate Oates and the Alabama Crimson Tide. 78-64. Alabama did not have the type of year that uh, they were expecting. They were 19 and 14. You know, they they felt that they would be right up there at the top of the SEC, and it was not meant to be this year. So that's a big win. That is a big win for Notre Dame. Big win. They won convincingly, 78 to 64, uh, and they move on in the uh, first round. Hey, if you want to call up the program. Hit your hand icon, uh, and we will do it. Grant Neep here with you here on Listen Up. Uh, the big news of the day is Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns. Big time, big time cash. $230 million, all guaranteed. Man, just incredible. Really a big time, uh, big time news in the National Football League. All right, again, I want to hear from you, uh, NBA. Again, the Kings tonight and the uh, Boston Celtics. The Kings are done. You know, I, I, I still get people on Twitter going, Grant, you know, you can't say they're done. You know, they're still, no, they're done. Stop it already. They're 20 and, they're, they're 25 and 46. Okay, they're done. They're five games back of the Pelicans in the loss column. They're three back of the Spurs. And by the way, the Pelicans play the Spurs tonight. Okay, so either the Pelicans are going to have 42 losses or the Spurs are going to have 44 losses. You're, it, it's not meant to be. You, know, you got to deal with reality here. You got to deal with reality. The reality is you're not going to the play-in tournament and you don't deserve to go to the play-in tournament when you're 21 games below 500. Isaac, you're next. Hi, Isaac. Hey, Grant. How you doing, man? Isaac, I'm well, buddy. What's up? What's up? What's going man, it's on? My first, it's my first time calling out, and I was a consistent listener to your show. But, uh, yeah, it's my first time calling in. I think I called a couple of times a couple of years ago on your show uh, with Doug. But, yeah, man, uh, I didn't get your take on the Deshaun Watson. I tuned in late today, man. What, what was your thoughts yeah. on that? I think well, I, I think Deshaun Watson's one of the best court. First of all, thank you very much for checking me out here on the app, and thanks very much for calling. I really appreciate that. First and foremost, I love Deshaun Watson. I think he's an elite quarterback. I think he's one of the top five quarterbacks in the National Football League. That's how good I think he is. This is a no-brainer for Cleveland. Uh, they just got a lot better. Uh, now, again, here's the unknown, Isaac. We don't know how many games he's going to be suspended for. A lot of people think it's going to be six that the NFL will suspend him for. But a $230 million deal, fully guaranteed. Uh, he's in the prime of his career. Isaac, Deshaun Watson is a special talent. He is a special quarterback. I think the Cleveland Browns, Isaac, just got a lot better today. Yeah, I do think so, too, man. Uh, it was just random because I thought the Browns were out of uh, you know, yeah. the talks with adding him. And then, uh, you know, because you were hearing a lot of talks with Atlanta. You know, you had uh, different teams that looked more yep. suitable for him. But uh, here's the thing that made me – it made me laugh today because 
I was uh I was looking, you know, I was like refreshing my Twitter and everything, and you know the this is probably one of the craziest off seasons I've seen from the NFL in cup in a few years. Um, but it's what Skip Bayless said. He said Baker Mayfield was a star in his rookie year. Um, but he mentioned well, no, it wasn't Baker. Well, which one was it? I'm looking at it right now. Oh, he said this. He said this about the trade. He said, "Here's the irony: the Browns wanted an adult at quarterback, so they acquired a new face of the franchise who faces 22 civil suits with women accusing him of everything from sexual misconduct to sexual assault." So, I mean, you know, it's uh, <laughs> it's kind of like the Browns wanted an adult, and then they have that going on with Deshaun. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it kind of, you know, with 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 all the legal stuff that just happened, it kind of made him a a little bit free for other teams to go for him. But other than that, you know, I think it's a good pickup. But I want to switch to the Kings if I have time. Um, with the Aaron Fox, I've criticized him even in the beginning beginning of the year. And I've had friends, I've had even uh, looking at social media saying, oh, why are you criticizing the Aaron Fox? He's playing well now. Well, where was this at earlier in the year? You know, and, and I know it's a different dynamic with having Halliburton with the start of the year. But we're talking about years of, of, of him not shooting well. Uh, the free throw line. You're you're a point guard in the league, and how are you a, a career average of free throw shooter at seventy percent? And and I don't know if you tuned in. With the one game that stood out for me this year from the Air Fox that really pissed me off was when they were in Charlotte. They were down. They were down one point. Air Fox had the game tying free throw. He had two free throws to win the game. First of all, he couldn't make one to tie the game and then the game was he missed two free throws in a row yep. and then the and then and then the Charlotte won you know. Well, Isaac, you know, he didn't miss the free throws on purpose. I think we can agree on that. But you make a right. great point. He 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 for a player of his caliber to be a career 72 percent free throw shooter is embarrassing. He's also a poor three point shooter for his career. And he's just wrapping up his fifth year. So that is very alarming. If you're looking at the future of this franchise, I spoke to somebody a couple of weeks ago who I respect as much as anyone that I've ever dealt with in the NBA. And he told me in order for the Kings to be a, you know, an upper echelon team, a team that's going to be in the playoffs every year, De'Aaron Fox has to be your third best player. That's how he said, if De'Aaron Fox is your best player or your second best player, you're going to be very limited in what you're doing. And then he compared him to the John Wall and the type of career that John Wall's had. Now, Wall's at least been an all-star a couple of times. Fox has not. I'm I'm skeptical on Fox, and I thought for the most part of this year, he's very unprofessional. I thought he was a, a paycheck guy. I thought he was just going to the bank every two weeks. I thought his body language, I thought his uh, his his attitude, I thought his press conferences. I was very down on De'Aaron Fox this year uh, for a large part of the year. The Kings gave him a commitment with a max contract, and I think he let him down. You know, yes, he's been playing very well the last 10 games. He's averaging 30 points a game. But you know what, Isaac? It's not a 10- or 15-game season. It's an 82-game season season and I and I, I think it's been very disappointing for De'Aaron I gotta tell you I'm really down on him and I've been one of his biggest supporters I've been one of his biggest fans I've always supported the guy but I, I I'm I'm really down on him this year I really am I think for the most part uh he was unprofessional for a good part of the season when I mean unprofessional I, I just didn't see the De'Aaron Fox that I was accustomed to seeing and that bothered me yeah and I mean as far I've been watching sports for a long time as well as you have but um I'm not afraid to hold my best players accountable. If I see there's something wrong with yep. a player and, and he's struggling and it's like, you know, it's 
you know, there has to be some type of accountability, regardless if this guy is yep. putting in points. And I do love what Jerry said. Every team has a leading scorer. They have yes. someone that leads, you know what I mean? But what does that mean? Yep. Does, it, does it equals to wins? Uh, does he have the surrounding pieces around him? Maybe not, but it's just you still have to hold your players accountable if they're not playing, you know, and, and it's been five years in the league that he hasn't been a consistent shooter from the no. line and from – from 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 the core period so yeah this year the, yeah. Hey, this year he's shooting he's shooting less than 30 percent from three this year and he's shooting 75 percent from the line he needs to be a he needs to be an 80 percent free throw shooter or better and that 29 percent from the three-point line is is embarrassing for a point guard in the nba it just is it's terrible yeah and and, and you know in the style he plays because he drives to the basket yeah. You want to get your foul calls, right? You want to go to the free throw yep. line. Well, then become a good free throw shooter. You have to By the become, way, you know. Yep. Yes, you do. Yeah. Yes, you do. If you're going to go to the line, you cannot be shooting, you know, 72% uh, for your career. By the way, Fox is not playing tonight against Boston. You know, he hurt his hand the other night, uh, so he is out tonight. Oh, yeah. Hey, Isaac. Hey, man, I really appreciate you finding me on the app. I appreciate the call. You make sure you call again, all right? I will, sir. I will. All right. Have a good day. All right. Yeah, you too, buddy. Take care. Good to hear from a new caller. Really appreciate that. All right, let's get to, uh, we have got a couple of other people that want to get on on this uh, very busy Friday, and we're going to circle and get to Jeff. Hello, Jeff. How are you today? I'm doing wonderful. Hey, to piggyback off Isaac real quick, the one thing that I've seen from De'Aaron that's been frustrating, now I know his hand was hurt this past game, and, and but he turned the ball yep. over, I think, three times in crunch time to lose to, to Milwaukee, which, man, I you have to be... You, to be the to be the guy on a team, you have to be the clutch guy. I mean, you got to be the guy that shows up in the last two minutes of the fourth quarter. And I feel like that has been the biggest letdown for me for De'Aaron this year. So every time I turn the game on and we're cl- it close, that's when he's not showing up. I have no stats to back that up, which frustrates me. But that's what I've been perceiving this year. And so mm-hmm. just to piggyback off that real quick. Um, yeah. But what I wanted to talk about, what I wanted to bring up is the Deshaun Watson thing. Did you see what the Bra- – Ian Rappaport put out a tweet about his salary for this next year. So he's $230 million guaranteed. Did you see what salary he has next year during the time where he's going to get I, suspended? I, I, I didn't see the breakdown, but I saw that all of the $230 million will be guaranteed. But I didn't see the actual breakdown of what he's going to get this year. So he's going to be suspended. His first year salary, $1 million. Yeah, well, you so know, again. during this the, time, I mean, t- yeah. talk about talk about a team saying, no, we want you, and we're going to make sure you get every penny of that 230 yeah. They say, yeah, during that time that you're going to get suspended, million-dollar salary. That, yeah. I mean, well, that's saying yeah. something about Deshaun Watson and what he brings to the field. And, and there's yeah. not a better way to slap Baker Mayfield the face yeah then saying hey guess what we just picked up this guy and we're gonna pay him a ton of money and yep. uh yeah and the the last thing i want to say and i'm gonna jump off pretty quick here so you can get to other people was um schrager got on the pat mcafee had a thing today where he was just like hey in the nfl you could you have to be who you can afford to be and Devonte said trade me and green bay yep. and i think after listening to schrager to Green Bay's credit, they said, you know what? He's not going to stay here because, and it looks like it was because they, they franchise tagged him. Yes, so that's they, correct. They got him out of there quick. They got him out of there quick. And that's what Schrager said. It was quick right now yep. and not months down the road. And I was like, okay, good on him, I guess. 
And yeah, now they that's have exactly right. To go try and get an elite guy. Um, Absolutely, and but, they also now have they also have the Raiders' first round pick. They can also draft a yep. player, you know. And again, I'm not saying that player is going to be Devontae Adams. That's not the case. But they have time now to at least fill the void. They won't get a Devontae Adams, but they can get they they'll get a good receiver on the field. There's no doubt about that. I just hope they get another quarterback so that I can have the heartiest laugh of my life. But uh, <laughs> but the last piece of, of the last piece of my point here was. Be who you can afford to be. Baker Mayfield going, yeah. I demand a yeah. trade in the Cleveland Browns to go, that... uh, no. How about, how about <laughs> not? And then, oh, oh yeah. And just to slap you in the face more, yeah, we're going we're gonna to trade for this guy for a $230 million. I mean, good on the guy. Well, Anyways, thanks, Grant. Have a great weekend, Jeff. Good hearing from you. You too. <laughs> That's fun. All right. Oh, man. That's really uh, good stuff. All right, uh, let, let's move along here on Listen App. Love the calls here on this Friday. All right, Wagas, what's going on? How are you today? Good, good. How are you? I'm good. You know, I, I've asked you this before. Am I mispronouncing your name? No, you're actually pronouncing it just Okay. Fine. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So, um, so what am I missing about this Deshaun Watson thing? Because you've said it now, and, and your and your guests have said it that he will be suspended. But I was yes. under the impression that that's over with because you know uh, last no. uh, last Friday news. Because of the grand jury uh, not uh, moving forward with an indictment on Watson does not preclude the NFL from being their only judge and jury. The NFL has many, many instances still suspended a player for conduct, even though the player is not facing quote unquote criminal charges. So the NFL has done that repeatedly in the past. And the expectation is that Watson will be suspended for six games. And even if he's 100% innocent in these accusations, because that's what they are right now. No, he, he y- yes, but the fact that no criminal charges are being brought out against him doesn't mean he's 100% innocent of the allegations. It just means that the grand jury didn't feel that there's enough evidence to bring to the DA to move forward with, you know, an indictment. So um, it's very touchy, the legal uh, process. I'm not going to sit here and condemn Watson. I'm not going to sit here and say he did this or did not. I have no idea what the truth is and what's not the truth. What I do know is he's not facing criminal charges, which is really, really good for him. He's now going to continue his NFL career, but the NFL will conduct their own investigation, which by the way, they have been doing. And based upon that, they'll come forward with their own punishment, which some believe is going to be six games based on precedence. Okay, so obviously in their own investigation, if they would have found nothing wrong, then they're not going to suspend him. But correct, but because there's something there, they're correct. Be, be, because a similar situation happened to Ruben Foster um, a few years back with the Niners when yes, 100 yeah, percent correct, and, and he was 100 percent innocent because even you correct, know, uh, but but the NFL still suspended him. So I so I never understand that. Like you know, like if, if a person is proven innocent, you know, I I don't know, but. Yeah, the Reuben Foster is a great example by you, by the way. That's a fabulous, fabulous uh, example. You know, as far as Watson goes, again, I am not I am not going to say he's guilty. I'm, I'm not going to do that. I don't have the information. I do think it's very odd that somebody has had massages. That's a well-known professional athlete from 22 different people 
at least. And those 22 people filed a civil suit. You know, there's a saying where there's smoke, there's fire. Now, again, I'm just saying I'm using common sense here. That doesn't add up to me, but that doesn't mean that he's guilty of what he's accused of doing. So, you know, leave it to where it is. I I don't know what to believe anymore. I guess what I'll say, and and you can probably agree to this because you were obviously in the NBA for 30 years. Yes. Man in his position should know, even if he is innocent, should know how to conduct himself or put him in a not yes. in those difficult situations. That is where, yes. you know, yep. I think, that, yeah. So, all right. And then my last question is um, about Jimmy G, obviously. So does this mean, because, because you know, Baker now wants to go to the Colts, and, and if he does go to the Colts, does this mean that, that, you know, the Jimmy G trade market is over? I mean, it's dried up? It looks like it's dried up right now. You know, he's got to pass his physical, you know, which is going to be a little bit further down the road. And at that point, the 49ers are going to have a big time decision to make. So, yeah, right now it does. Uh, We thought that Garoppolo would be on another team right now. We thought a trade would be consummated. It would be in the books. Uh, It's not something could always happen on draft day. But, yeah, right now it does look pretty dried up. You got Mayfield that's available now. You got Jimmy G. And, uh, yes, this this is a big, big big turn of events that does not look good for Garoppolo and the 49ers. Okay. And who would you have Jimmy G or Baker? Uh, I'd rather, I'd rather have Garoppolo for this reason. I've already known, I've already seen him get a team to a super bowl and to a championship game. I haven't seen that from Baker Mayfield. Uh, I, who has more talent, Baker Mayfield has more talent. He's a more gifted athlete. He's a more talented player. But, you know, the quarterback position to me is about getting the job done and winning. And I I really can't fault what Garoppolo has done. Now, you can also point to the fact that he's had, you know, good players around him. He's had a good defense. But Baker Mayfield offensively had a lot of great talent around him. And, you know, it it didn't happen. So um, that's a very good question. What about you? I'll ask you, who would you rather have? So I, you know, my, me and my friends always have this argument because, you know, I, I'm always a big Jimmy G supporter and they're like, he can't throw the ball like how Aaron Rodgers kind of said, that's true. But a quarterback me is like the centerpiece of the team, right? So it's more than just throwing the ball. It's calling the plays, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, being a good a team leader. One thing that I've seen from Jimmy Garoppolo that is absolutely required to win is his 100% professionalism, even when they drafted Trey, Trey Lance. I, I have not seen yep. up from Aaron Rodgers, okay? He's always been a complainer. And Baker Mayfield, I mean, I have not. So that's the one thing that I will give Jimmy. And me watching, you know, basketball and NFL, you cannot be a complainer like that and win at the highest level. You, you just have to kind of suck it up and be professional and, you know, be a leader. So, uh, Well, listen, man, I – Okay. Hey, listen, you have a great weekend. It's good hearing from you. All right. Take care. Good good call, Ray. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. There. All right, let's move along here on a busy Friday. Love the calls that I'm getting today here on Listen App. Just absolutely love it. And I love it when I can speak to John. Hey, John, how are you today, buddy? I love it more, though, when John talks, when I say, hey, John, how are you? John, I know you're there, John, because I can see the green button on your name, John. See, John does this to me all the time. I don't know if John does this to like, you know, now it's all. John, are you there or not? All right, I'm going to put John back in audience. I don't know what's the deal with John. Do we need to get John a new device? What's the deal with John? John, you know I love you, man, but every time you call, like, what's the deal with your phone, right? All right, let's try it again. John, coming up on stage with me. There he is. I need a green light, and the green light is there. John, are you there? John? All right, John, you call next week, man. All right. Um, NBA, how about this score? New Orleans is in San Antonio. It is 27 to 7, New Orleans, with three and a half minutes left in the first. This is a huge game for the Spurs if they have any hopes of getting into the 10th spot. And they're down 27 to 7 with three and a half minutes left in the first quarter. How about that? That's an amazing score. Philadelphia is rolling now on Dallas in the fourth, 91 to 78. You have the Lakers who are in Toronto, and they are just in a free-for-all. 67-64 Toronto with nine and a half left in the third. Boy, Atlanta with a big lead on Memphis at the half, 67 to 48. Portland has gone into Brooklyn. They're on top 85-76. I wonder if Duran has told any of the fans to shut the F up and sit down in this game. Uh, Denver is in Cleveland. They're up 72-60. to Miami hosting OKC, 55-43. Indiana, and that's Miami leading. Indiana has a 48-44 to lead in the second quarter there. Uh, the Kings and the Pacers will be playing. It's now 48-42, uh, Indiana. Tyrese Halliburton, six points. Uh, two rebounds early on in that game. All right. Uh, so this weekend, NCAA, we'll get down to the Sweet 16. We'll talk about that on Monday. We'll break down the NBA standings. Again, the Kings and the Celtics tonight. Looks like De'Aaron Fox is out of the lineup. Uh, you have a, a a team in Sacramento that I've said this for the last two weeks. I'm going to keep saying it. You know, if you really want this team to get better, you better hope that they lose the rest of their games because that's the only way is to get lucky in the draft and get a good player. That's it. It's the only way. That's the only way it's going to happen because I don't see the big free agents coming into Sacramento any more than you do. All right? You got to be realistic about this. You got to be realistic. So, you know, the game the other night, Against Milwaukee, perfect. Hard-fought game, exciting, in the game right down to the wire, and then they lost. And then they lost. So I'm still just looking at that score, 27-7. This is the third of four meetings this year between the two teams, and the Spurs won both games. 
but they're getting killed in this game right now. 27 to 7 with a timeout and three minutes and 18 seconds left in the first quarter. Boy, that's a huge game for the Spurs and for them to come out that flat and get dominated that early. Boy, that is brutal. Absolutely brutal. All right, hey, that's going to do it for today. I hope you have a fabulous weekend. Enjoy the tournament or whatever else that uh, you're going to be doing this weekend. Stay safe. Always appreciate you listening to here on uh, Listen App. Don't forget to check out my podcast today. It's uh, part two of my Arco Arena memories. And if you are interested in Superdraft, I'll retweet what Jay had to say earlier. I'll also put out a link uh, for my information as well. It's really a lot of fun. Uh, It's been a great week. Really have enjoyed all the calls this week, all the feedback. I've enjoyed it. I hope you've enjoyed it too. Uh, Again, really take care. All right. And we'll look forward to doing it again on Monday. Until next time, Grant Napier saying. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.